Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Our weekly conversation with the head coach of the Boston Celtics, Doc Rivers, sponsored by ARS Restoration Specialists. If you're a property or facilities manager or an insurance pro, make sure you have a disaster game plan in place at arsserve.com. Doc, Dale Arnold in for John Dennis. Jerry here as well. How are you? Good morning, guys. How are you? Good morning, morning. Doc. Hey, you know, I've heard stories of football coaches taking game film and burying it in the middle of the football field as a way of saying we're moving past that. Have you got a hole already dug behind Health Point for the film of last night's game? No, I just didn't watch it, uh, which is rare. So I I thought that was one that I could uh, scoop over and go right to the Portland game, which will be tomorrow. Do you you know going into that game that it was going to be a tough one, Doc? Uh, Ray Allen... Uh, implied that you know there's a few games each year where you just know that the stars aren't lined up in your favor. Was that one of them last night? Yeah, it was. But uh, you know, as a coach, you're still hoping, and you're hoping. You know, my thought going into the game last night is, I hope we can get to the fourth quarter and reach. You know, that was the thought. You could feel it in the locker room. You can just see it. You know, guys, you could see it on the boat. It's just when it's just. And, uh, the plane is quiet. Uh, you know the the guys are tired. Are you were you upset, angry at their effort? No, I wasn't. I just told them to keep pushing. Uh, let's see what we can do. You know, at, at, at halftime, I said, let's see how quick we can cut this lead. Uh, but you could see it wasn't going to happen. There was uh, a a stat that jumped out at everybody. Probably jumped out at you. The Celtics 0 for 8 from the three point arc. Uh, they've never been 0-for-8 in your coaching era here. Could you even picture your team not hitting a single three-pointer in a game? Yeah, uh, well, two stats, really. Uh, o, uh, the, the O stands out and the 8. I mean, we usually take more threes, number one, and uh, we usually make a couple. What's amazing, the first half, I, and that's what I was concerned because we were getting really good shots, uh, open shots, and everything was front rim. So you just knew it was going to be one of those nights. Hey Doc, you got one week to go uh, till trade deadline. Uh, are you uh, involved in all the scenarios Danny's got going, all the possibilities, and are you expecting something to come down uh, in the next seven days? Oh, I don't expect anything big to come down. I would be, I wouldn't be shocked if nothing came down. Uh, to be honest, and and the answer would be no. Danny brings it to me when it's uh, yeah. at a point where it can be discussed and it's a possibility. Um, I really don't want to be involved in all the different scenarios. You know, every once in a while he'll come in and say, hey, listen, uh, this may not happen, but there's a chance we can do this. Uh, would you go further with this? And and what, what do you generally say to that? Because i got to be honest with you, Doc, after last night it doesn't feel like you have a, a title contender on your hands this year. So... I, I'm guessing if I'm Danny Ainge, I'm thinking, you know, by the 15th, I, I got to do something because, you know, we're not winning at all with this team. Well, last night you can't go on. You know, um, if you go on the four previous games, uh, you're more excited. So it, it's tough. This is a tough year to try to judge. Uh, and I think it's tough, really, guys, because of the season. Uh, the amount of games, I don't think you see the best quality every night. Uh, I think with us, uh, it affects us uh, more in some ways because of our age and who we are. Uh, but we also know if you get to the playoffs and, and you're healthy um, and, and rested, because the playoffs, 
you get more reps. Right. Uh, the yeah. playoffs are, are, are better for us and better for everybody, uh, quite honestly. And so it's really difficult to judge going to be when the playoffs start. Doc, we knew going into this lockout-shortened season that the schedule was going to be tough for a lot of teams. You were going to play three games in four nights. You were going to play a lot of two games in two nights. Did you think, based on the age and veteran status of your roster, it was going to be harder on your team than some other teams in the NBA? Yeah, I thought it would be more difficult uh, in stretches uh, when you just look at the schedule and, and look when there's a ton of games in a row, you just said this is – we're going to have to have a 10-deep uh, basketball team uh, for us to endure some of these stretches. Um, I, did, I underestimated uh, a couple of things. Number one, the lack of practice time, how that was going to affect us and every team. And, you know, one thing we didn't do where some teams did, uh, I don't think all of our guys came into the beginning of camp in great shape. Um, and I thought – uh, when you're an older team and you're not in great shape and you don't have a lot of time to get in shape, I thought that really affected us. Did you have a problem with that? Did you have some days where you were yelling and screaming and say, you guys should have come in here ready no, to play? you can do about it. Well, you know, listen, with the lockout, I think you, me, and, and Dale and everyone else at, at some point thought that the lockout was going to last a little longer uh, or, or, or not have a season at one point. Um you know, so I thought guys worked out. I know a couple of the veterans told me they worked out. They were working out great. And then when the, the certification happened, they thought, oh, well, I'm going to stop because it looks like we're not going to have a season. And then within about two weeks, there's a season. The three weeks, there's a season. So there's nothing you can do about that. Is that is this eight-game trip, has that been kind of looming like a, like a black cloud over you for a while? Are you a little concerned with how you're – veteran your aging team is going to handle this this grind you got coming up in the next couple of weeks i'm really not uh and no is the answer uh i'm i couldn't say i'm looking forward to it uh but i don't know how hard this trip is uh i think the trip in april is far worse um this is uh there's days off the, the toughest part of this trip are the first two games yeah uh because the lack of you know you play friday night and then you play Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock. Uh, and actually, you lose another hour because of the uh, spring ahead or whatever it is, uh, uh, daylight savings time. So that's uh, – and then you play the next night against the Clippers. Same so building, though. Two games that concern me. Yeah. You get to stay in the same building. You'd have, you'd just leave, yes. you just <laughs> leave your stuff – just leave your stuff in the locker? <laughs> exactly. That's what we should do. Doc, we've heard and read reports from – I think pretty respected NBA reporters out there, Chris Broussard and others, that that there has been personality clashes between you and Rajon Rondo. How would you characterize your relationship with Rajon this year? I think it's very good, you know, and uh, we've had arguments. Um, so if Paul and I and guys, I, I hope you understand uh, sports, which I know you do. Uh, you don't get along all the time, uh, but it's, it's, it, when it becomes personal is when I think you have a personality class, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, and our personal relationship is very good. So, um, you know, I, it, it keeps coming up, and I guess it will. I don't know why. Um, but it, it sometimes it's, um, you know, it disturbs me, and sometimes it doesn't. Nothing you can do about it. 
Doc, uh, Doc uh, Rondo, as we all know, is really good on the big stage. He likes to challenge, you know, when he plays against real good point guards. I think 13 of his 17 triple doubles are on national TV. Uh, is that a good thing that he just plays better in the big games, or should he play that way all the time? Well, you want him to play that way all the time. Uh, and you just want him to be more consistent. Uh, but he's, he's, you know, I, I keep going back to this. He's become more consistent each year. And that's what you want out of a player. So, you know, uh, if I had my choice, I'd rather for him to do it the way he's doing it uh, than the other way. Uh, but, yeah, you want him to, you know, to be great, great. And great, great players are great all the time. Did, did In your opinion, did all the trade rumors, trade talk, have anything to do with the whatever that triple, that, that, that historic triple-double against Jeremy Lin and the Knicks? No, I don't think it had anything to do with it, honestly. I think, if, if anything, Jeremy Lin, you know, um, that there was a lot of talk. Uh, right. and, and I thought the Knicks, too. The Knicks were kind of sticking their chests out uh, a little bit because they were making a run and, and uh, challenging. And so I thought uh, it was a perfect storm for not only Ronda but for our team. Do you have to look at things like possible play-up playoff matchups when you're coaching your team in the regular season? Is, is it possible that, that you know, you got to play your starters more than you might like because if you can, you'd rather finish sixth and seventh? Or do, do you just let all of that stuff just go to the wayside and whatever happens, happens? Well, I let it go to the wayside for the most part, but you want to win games, you know. And so I'm not looking at matchups, honestly. I can tell you I don't think anybody spot uh so you just want to win games and then after that uh whatever happens happens um but yeah i think everybody would like to avoid those two spots not just this year but any year are you uh talking amongst yourselves about winning the division and how much that would help uh a little bit you know i, I i'm more concerned about playing day to day right now right. and uh, you know, you take care of that, the division will be taken care of. We used to talk to you about that, though, and we people don't even remember who was in the division. It was like divisions were this antiquated thing, and now all of a sudden it kind of matters. Well, this is the first time in a, in a while for us that um, there's been a challenge, you know, honestly. And, and I agree with you. I think last year I told you half the time I couldn't name all the teams in our division. Right, right, I know. I don't even look at it. It's you no, know, it's a lot different than like football. You know, you kind of know who's in your division. Um, but uh, yeah, this year is important. You know, with the rule change, obviously, if you win your division, you can finish no worse, I think, than fifth. Right. That's uh, a rule I didn't even know about. Uh, you know, I knew about it, but it wasn't anything that I paid attention to. You have been in locker rooms on teams that have been, I assume, uh, a little nervous at trade deadline. Guys, a little anxious. Is this one of those teams, are they looking around the room saying who's going to be here next week and who is not going to be? Not, uh, I don't think so. You know, you don't hear much about it. Uh, you know, when the whole Rondo stuff was up, there was a lot of talk, obviously. Um, but other than that, you know, our guys are pretty good. Now, listen, the guys that people are talking about are veterans. You know, you, you hear Ray Allen's name, you hear, you know, a Paul's name. Right. Uh, and I, Honestly, I don't think any of that will happen. So they've been through it through their career. So it, it, it probably bothers them less than it would some of the younger players. All right. Eight game road trip. How many suits do you bring? Eight. You haven't you, you wow. don't how many ties? Oh, jeez. I don't know. A lot. Uh, 
you know, the way I pack now is I just bring a suit for a game and I just grab ties, literally like five and just throw it in a bag. <laughs> and you hope it matches? And I hope it matches. Now, do you have like, do you do like Rick Patino? You have that one game once in a while where you just get real jiggy. I mean, you don't wear the white suit, but you do no. say, I'm going to wear something weird one of these days. You're going to L.A. Yeah. Do you well, ever consider the Stan Van Gundy look? You no. Know. <laughs> I can honestly tell you I have not. Uh, and, uh, no, the only thing I do every once in a while, if I lose a couple of games um, where it's the same tie, that tie that tie's gone. What do you do with it? Do you give it, a like, a fan? I it, yeah, I give it to my assistant uh, who gives it. Uh, there's a lot of charities that you can give ties away to now. You know what you should do? Spill some Gatorade. We'll auction it off. <laughs> So you bring eight suits and, what, three pairs of underwear? Is that how it works? Yeah, about right. (laughs) Time now for the Mercedes-Benz question for the coach. Question today is brought to you by your local Boston-area Mercedes-Benz dealers and the complete lineup of Mercedes-Benz formatic all-wheel drive vehicles. Visit MBUSA.com to schedule a test drive today. Doc, do you think there is an advantage to making a trade at the deadline just for the sake of building up your team and, and showing them that management is in their corner and trying to help? Yeah, I think there's an advantage. Uh, there's a lot of ways to, to make a trade at the, at the, at the deadline. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, just to give your team hope. You know, uh, sometimes uh, when you don't make a trade, it, it tells your team that we're not doing anything and this is the way we think this team is good enough to win. So it's just, you know, sometimes trades are aesthetic and sometimes they're meant for uh, other reasons. And, and I think there's a lot of ways to use it. Where do you think Peyton Manning is going to go, Doc? I don't know. Uh, I keep in mind he lives there and all that stuff. So, um, you know, I was sad yesterday. It really was. You know, if you're a football fan, and I am, um, that was that was a that was a tough little moment to watch that. How come no one mentions your Bears? I mean, I know Cutler's good, but he's no Peyton Manning. Well, I have, but <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that. But no, uh, Cutler's fine. And, you know, Forte is fine, and so we'll be good. Hey, Doc, several texters have suggested you try the Craig Sager look some game. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I think uh, if I did that, the rest would notice me more. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think I would make it through the game. Hey, Doc, thanks as always. We appreciate it. Hey, guys, take care. Enjoy take care. the trip. Yes, I will. That is Celtics head coach Doc Rivers. Well, how many – Dale couldn't believe you said eight, eight suits for eight games. <laughs> Dale, if Dale were doing the play-by-play, if I were on the road, how many, for like Remy like would four. bring, Remy would bring one. I would bring and, like, and rotate and eight ties. Yeah, yeah eight yeah, ties. Yeah, yeah. Go with the blue the blazer, shirt, the yeah. shirt and the so tie. How many, like, so you'd bring four, four suits. Yeah, for an eight-game trip, I'd bring four and a different shirt every time, right? Or do yeah, you get yeah, those dry yeah, cleaned? No, no, uh, <laughs> well, you, and sometimes on the long road trips, you do that too. You get stuff dry cleaned. But do you even suits? have a bag that holds eight suits? No, I don't. I, mean, not. I don't ever. Have I don't to own bring. eight suits. I don't either. Meter owns. We can ch- eight. we can fix that. Though. Meter has more track suits. suits don't track suits. No, don't meter count. has more suits than Doc. Velour suits don't count. <laughs> no, he has. He is All the right. best dressed guy. In Boston media, because well, what, he hangs around Milton's. When they're child size, they're cheaper. That's true. You, you get you know like two for one specials. Garanimals, you can mix and match. Garanimals. You, you didn't know Garanimals had formal wear. <laughs> it's, it's got the giraffe top and the giraffe bottom. Wouldn't going. you do the Stan Van Gundy thing though? Occasionally, oh, just God no. You know, you, it's you, like doing the Craig Sager thing. I mean, but uh, just easier not to have a tie. How do you, if you're Craig Sager, okay? And I, I hate to get off on a quick tangent. And I know we're late, Chach, but do you fine. own a mirror? 
mean, <laughs> at, at any point, do you look and say, yeah. That's his that thing. That's pretty yeah. damn See, good. See, I understand being on TV and doing it, but all the other stuff, like in the hotel and the restaurant and the cabs, don't you feel like an idiot? I'd be embarrassed. Yeah. Walking but when you're the on hotel TV, they lobby. say, hey, it's Craig Sager, but some guy, you know, some, some just slobby, dirty cab driver he looks at you and you go, who is this clown? Is you know, this it's this, oh, it looks good on you, though. <laughs> I, thought, I thought Liberace was dead. Who is in my cab? You who just is this? feel like, and you're buying it? Where There's do you buy stuff like cab. that? If you wanted to buy, that, where would you go? Not at Milton's. They don't have that. No, they don't have that suit. stuff at Milton's. No. no. I mean, there's got to be places in South Beach or something where you there buy is. stuff That's like online, that. Online, Dale. Just say online. That's where you get, if you, you, you Spencer probably, Gifts. You probably know this. As a hockey dad, if you need a laser to blind the other goalie, you got to get online. You can't just buy those anywhere. <laughs> you know, we just might bring that up, too. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.